0: Everything is everything. My name is Africa and the Africans, and you're listening to Chats with the Masters.
1: Forged in the furnace of experience,
0: impacting lives and penning their name in history. Join Flow Boss
1: as he chats with the Masters. Chats with the Masters podcast. We're in the presence of the amazing mind behind the band Africa and the Africans. One of the few bands that still play the original afrobeat sound i'm talking about louis babajde mcquiz popularly known as africa
0: yes my brother good to everything have you. is everything thank everything you my brother Everything.
1: Thank you. <laughs> thank you thank you okay i'd like to start like this why afrobeat i mean there's a lot of genres like <laughs> why afrobeat
0: uh, i mean that's so simple because i'm african
1: yeah okay <laughs> yeah but I mean. you know the genre that fella started the way structured it and engineered it you know what we refer to as afrobeat Disney now is not exactly exactly like yeah, exactly i like mixed to call up it with afro Afri-
0: pop. african music plus pop
1: yeah so you know but you have stuck to the original roots. the roots yes yeah. so why that that's
0: all i know i grew up listening to fella all my life i've Amazing. been going to watch fellas since i was like 10 11. wow wow yeah so you grew up in Ibadan or Lagos? Ibadan and Lagos. Okay. Yeah, my family is from Lagos. I grew up in Ibadan. I went to school in
1: Ibadan. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, when we um, listen to your songs, it's obvious that you have a lot of influence from um, Fela's work as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Most so, definitely. do you want to talk about your connections, or your link with Fela?
0: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been going to watch Fela since I was young. Uh, my father and Fela were... Peers when they were young, so amazing. they both schooled in England at the same time. Time, you know, they were all like a clique, and they all came home to okay. back to Nigeria almost at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, and when I was younger, watching Fela to me was like, like one of the most amazing experiences on the planet. Like even up to date. Even up to date, I've seen a lot of other artists in the world. I mean, big artists. I've seen James Brown, George Benson. I've seen a lot of big band artists on the planet. But up till today, the most hypnotizing I've seen is still Fella. Because of the way the precision of the music and the... It's like the music takes you from this planet to another another
1: place. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I see that. For me, when I listen to Fella, I'm more creative. If I have a script to write, exactly. if I have a project to work on, exactly. as long as I can listen to music, it's like a, I just a, listen a, to fella.
0: a medium that carries you to travel. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so um, when did you discover that you can do music? And when did you decide to go professionally into music? Well, I
0: mean, I've been doing music since I was a teenager with my friends, you know, okay. in the neighborhood in Bodija. We, we used to have a little band. We started with the band called uh, The Champagne Band.
1: The Champagne Band. Yeah,
0: we used to play um, R wow. and all of that. You know, I would play the drums, the basses, semi mean, I did pick Bar, panjo, do best one the keyboards. I don't what what year. This would be like 82, 83. Okay. Yeah, that's a
1: while back. <laughs> wow, that's a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, we play every day. We, we used to rehearse in a place called Bamboo Corner. Okay. Owned by. Uh, they call her daddy cool. Okay. Yeah, a lawyer. So that's where we used to, everybody practices their instruments and all of that. And then we started listening to Fela, we we'll go to the shrine and yes. all of that. And then we switched our band from playing R&B mm. to hip hop. Okay. And then we named the band Black Beats.
1: Black Beats. Black Beats. Amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so there it goes. From there. I mean, we play music every day. Yeah. like So it was like every, a regular it was a way of life. Yeah, it was a way of life. And up, up to today, it's still a way of life. Mm. I don't look at it as a profession. Okay. It's like a way of life. Yes. It's like you won't call, if you have a family raising kids, you won't call raising your family
1: um, a professional. profession, yes. But, you know, it's a different thing playing with your friends and just enjoying the music. And then now putting your project out to the world for them to listen well, to. Well, but
0: that's still the base I'm on. I'm still enjoying. Okay. So you're just doing my music friends. then? Yeah. All right. That's still the way I see it. Okay. Amazing.
1: Why the name Africa?
0: <laughs> that one is deep. Yeah, uh my father when in, in New York. Okay. Everybody called my my father Africa. Okay. Because Because he's African. From Africa.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> so the kids of my father's friends yes. started calling me Africa. Africa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but how did that make you feel then? Back then, when it started, it you made feel me, like, uh, why not it, just learn my name?
0: No, no, no. I felt like special. Okay, so you owned it. Yeah, like like for them to call me Africa, I must look and vibe like Africa, okay. and I don't mind Africa because
1: I'm African. I you mean, know? yeah. Okay, so um, Africa and the Africans, the musicians, the session um, instrumentalists—are they still the same people that you started with, that you started playing music with?
0: Yeah, about seventy percent, eighty
1: percent. Amazing. Since yeah, because the 80s? my band is like
0: give opportunities to live musicians to have a place, okay, to showcase their yeah, well, talent. Yes. So this is where we, we have, you okay. know. So I have my band, but my band. Sometimes they bring their friends. Okay, A lot of them, when they come, they come, okay, they're like students, polytechnic, yes. music department, yeah. University of Ibadan, music mm-hmm. department. Amazing. So when they come in 100 level, they join the band. Wow. When they get to 400 level, they got to go and serve yeah. and all of that. Yes. So they go. Okay. Some come back. Some, some move on with their move life. On, okay. Know. Amazing. But it's always a beautiful experience with them, knowing them from yeah uh, young age. yes so, you know
1: yeah it's beautiful i've also noticed that you've experimented with some um fusions now all your tracks are not just the full-on original afrobeat sound you fuse some um, pop sound hip-hop into it as well so uh, i mean one of your songs, one life to live the intro gave me the feel of dmx because you have that voice definitely so can we expect an album that Totally deviates from Afrobeat, where you're actually going to. Um, no, I mean, it might explore. not be
0: album, but like I've been doing tracks. Yes,
1: yeah, so you've been yeah. doing that.
0: Okay. Yeah, like right now in the studio, I'm working with some new artists, like from Ibadan, and we're doing like a different. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I'm not trying to do the kind of commercial. I'm not trying to jump on the wagon. Like so, when I'm making beats, I'm thinking I'm vibe. I'm vibing myself. Okay. I'm not trying to vibe and anybody
1: else. please, um, the commercial no. audience.
0: Yes, yes. You uh-huh. know, the young people.
1: Yeah. There's this other song. Um, it has some influence of funk in it. Everything safe and soft. Yeah, it has that funk. I like driving to that song. It has that funk sound in it. And then I noticed that there's a solo in it that's from Fella Zombie. Yes, yeah. you tell me yeah. how that came to be, how that played out?
0: Yeah, like a lot of my song, one way or the other, I like to give props to fella. Okay. So there are times I will use maybe his word or a riff, yes, or something, just to that you know, all this is originated from fella. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, so yeah, when we were rehearsing, I don't know, we were just playing and I, the solo just came to my head and I, I told the trumpeter like. That's the solo we're going to play yeah. on the song when we record. And then he started learning you know, it.
1: And it worked with that arrangement really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks. Really amazing. Okay, so I'm um, interested in your childhood. I know you're, you were exposed to Falas music. Yeah. But what other things shaped you into the man that you are today, growing up in Ibadan and Lagos? What are the kind of um, values that you learned, the cordial, the things that basically shaped you into the man that you are? today
0: I, I, I uh, it's been rough from young to now but thank God it's a beautiful journey uh, I think I must have come to this world before because I don't think the things that are happening to me yes. is only from this world this experience yeah, from this present time because from since I was young the truth I'm just I've been fascinated with the truth and loyalty and okay. things like that. Mm. You know, I've had, like when I was growing up, my family had problems with me, like I'm a bad guy, because nobody can control me. Okay. Nobody can tell me what to do. you strong kid. <laughs> You know, nobody can tell me what to do, like going to school now, and, and they say, talk in your shirt. I don't feel really like talking in my <laughs> shirt. I like the way my shirt is, why should I talk in Okay. That will... Create yeah, and all of that. definitely. And when I was a teenager, you know, I, I, I started leaving the house. I would sleep on the street, you know. So I spent most of my, from 13 to like 17 years old, 70, 80% on the streets. Wow. Because I would leave the house because I can't follow the new, rules. Yeah. And they tell me, if you can't follow the rules, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you eat here, you sleep here, you must Obey our rules.
1: Yes. <laughs> so you I mean, basically forged your own path and,
0: <laughs> and go out and stay <laughs> on the street. So I learned most of the th- things I know today on, on the, the streets. streets. Wow. So you're a product of the streets then? I am of big time product of the streets. <laughs> Amazing. No mother, no father. The street now my mother and father. <laughs>
1: another song i like is the intro of the album shayuna bastard you know it has this political consciousness about it and you know um, that's the um coming for you Our uh, my people yeah. are coming for you oh. yeah yes. they had
0: to censor me on that one Oh, really when we were recording and yeah my band member they, they yeah, but me I, I, because I, I was actually talking about Buari and know jonathan now.
1: There, there's a part where you say whether you defari or yeah. whether you be jonathan yeah and <laughs> yeah.
0: they they just
1: that was what, quite clever. What though.
0: I initially heard is whether you be Buari or whether <laughs> you be Jonathan. Yeah. They said I couldn't say that. Okay. And I don't understand why I couldn't say it because, I mean, what's up with freedom of speech? Yeah. Why is one human being so special that I can give my opinion? You know, and I, I, I know, most people we just have in
1: like playing it safe. People just want to be safe that is not, not safe upset people.
0: When you're locked up in a shell, and you keep passing that bondage from generation to generation mm-hmm. and you are saying you are playing it safe you are not playing it safe you are a prisoner yeah you are a prisoner
1: okay you so know. so you can say like um, like fela was he used his music as a tool as a weapon he uh, yeah, has a weapon for activism the, is that what you are also trying to do with your music I know not all your songs are politically <coughs> charged. I, I would, I would, yeah, well, because I'm not a very direct person. Yes. Fella
0: was a very yeah direct person. I'm not a very direct person because I don't have a problem with this, uh, the people. Yes. The way I see the people in government, like Nigerian government, now, and most African leaders, the way I see them, mm. I see them as victims. Okay. Like they too, they are victims of the situation mm. because they are just ignorant and stupid. If they actually know what they are doing to their own self, yes. they wouldn't do it. Mm. So I feel pity for them. So I wouldn't be talking against them. Okay. Because talking against them is not gonna bring anything fruitful. True. So I don't that's why I don't talk against them in my song. Mm. I just talk for us to learn so we can grow.
1: Okay.
0: Because they they, they are like the stupid people citizens of Nigeria. Yeah. The like smart the, citizens the generation. I, uh, pure water on the streets. That's how upside down our society is. True. The smart ones are the ones running on the street. Okay. Mm. And the stupid ones are the one wearing abada act like they are special people. Whereas they are fish brains. <laughs> you know, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Sad. You have a couple of songs um, dedicated to Ibado. We yes. have the Ibadonians, we have yes. like Bo Ibadon, yes. we have Arab Badon. Yes. You like Ibadon so much. You I You want love to talk Ibadon. about that.
0: Ibadon is the best city in the world. Amazing. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's one of the songs that I said you've been to. I've you've been, been everywhere. To, you've been everywhere, but Honestly, you choose home. You choose I've Ibadon. been everywhere.
0: All the places I said on this one yes. have been there and more. Mm. There's just not enough time to tell you all the locations. And every time I go to all these places and come back yes. to ibadan it's like, wow. Freedom, mm. peace, you know. Yeah. It's like God slowed the time down in ibadan Like mm. when you go to those places, the time goes up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so when you're in ibadan you're more relaxed. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, at peace. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when did you leave the shores of Nigeria? Was it music that um, took you out?
0: Nah, it wasn't music. It was what normally chase everybody out of Nigeria. Greener
1: pastures.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just, when I was younger, when I left, I actually thought I I was not designed for this society. Mm. So I I was thinking I was designed. my, My rightful society is the United okay. States of America. Okay. Not here. Because I'm, I look like a weirdo here. Okay. Which I fit in right In the USA.
1: You're just like a regular person <coughs> over, over there. there. But
0: over here, back then, I was a weirdo. Mm-hmm. But thank God for the experience of going. It made me now found myself that, you know, me that was here was not weird. Okay. It was the society Yeah, that is weird. Okay. So I'm the, like, Regular one <laughs> that is going to influence everybody. The weird society to come back normal.
1: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Everything is everything <laughs> everything. is everything. everything okay. Is everything. Another thing I would like to talk about that is this song on Shayu and A Bastard, um Benusi. Oh yeah, Benusi. Yeah, ben yeah, yeah I big. think okay, it appeared on one an album scene. by itself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. Came with and then Bastard. it now came yeah, right, again yeah, right, on Shayu and A Bastard. Yeah, right, yes. Right.
0: All right, yeah, all right and
1: that song basically um, talks about um, substance abuse yeah you cover that and yeah. you, you know you basically want people not to go after things they're not yeah drugs will kill you yeah and then there's this other song Seven Leaves yeah about marijuana yes so I'm interested marijuana is not drugs exactly I would like you to talk about that, um,
0: ah, that that's I, so simple drugs it has to go through laboratory Okay. And stuff that's Hemi why it's called Drugs. Okay. You know, weed is a plant. Okay. Like a weed do <laughs> or a fall, <for, laughs> uh, you know, natural, like a uro, Yeah. You know, natural plants by God Himself. Yes. For a particular purpose, purpose in existence. Yes. So you can't, they're not the same. Mm. Weed and drugs are not the same. Okay, drugs will destroy your life. Drugs will make you dependent. True, like
1: drugs will take everything from you. You become addicted. Yeah, and then you can't function properly in your yeah. other. No
0: matter how you activities. think, yeah, your game, by it's just one. You're just it, It's a race with time. Okay, you can never win when it comes to drugs. You will lose. Mm. So no matter how you think, okay, I'm getting it right. No. With time, you are still going to lose. When it's drugs, yeah. But when it's herbs, ah, <laughs> your six sense will be opening, and you'll
1: be getting enlightened. Okay, um, in the US, um, the people pushing for the legalization of marijuana—I mean, they are winning. More yeah. states are legalizing it. Medical marijuana. Why do we
0: need the US?
1: To yeah. So I'm going to say that. Um, what are your views in Nigeria? Are you are you trying to push for that? For people to change their view uh, or their perception of It is
0: already free in Nigeria. Nobody goes to jail for smoking weed in Nigeria. Have you heard that? Yeah, before? but police
1: will still harass you if they uh, find it. On police you. will harass you for and just they, driving. The law still sees that as a contraband. There
0: is no law in Nigeria. We just have people decide what they want. There is no law in Nigeria. Okay. Uh, I mean our presidents don't have school staff. Allegedly. Have you, has anybody in Nigeria seen our president's school starts? No, no. So there is no law in Nigeria. That's the number one citizen mm. breaking law. So what is our own? <laughs> it's crazy, really. A deep law. Because the they always pretend like say there is law. There's no law. There's just some people telling all of us how they want us to be. Mm. So whatever pays their company or their bank account yes. is what the law is. Mm. Mm.
1: Okay, let's step back from that. Can you remember your very first album? Uh, maybe the very first song we recorded. Okay, yeah, the very first one.
0: It's still that Shireen Abbas, that number five track. Okay. On the album. We were teenagers then, I must have been.
1: We played that song in front of Fela when Fela was alive. Wow. I tried. Can you remember the year? Wow. I think fell out past in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it must have been... That would be like 86, 87. Wow. Wow.
0: That would be like 86, 87.
1: But did you release it right away then?
0: No, no. You, you see, there was no... Like right now, there's is, there is social media and a lot of things to get. There was none of that there. Mm. So we were just playing it live there. We recorded it at a studio in Boudicca. Okay. It's blah Okay. That was eighty five. Our manager paid for the recording. Can you believe it? Where you go me, One of you
1: your mean, friends?
0: Yeah. He paid for the recording then we recorded a Abasta. That was like 86 seven. Eighty six.
1: That's a long time ago.
0: We went to actualize uh, about we won't play this song for try. Yes. Like almost two weeks. Every day we're like turned back. He just look at me like,
1: and continue talking. Yeah, uh, maybe he felt you. Were, next maybe day. He felt you were not ready, or you wanted to see if you you have that tenacity to keep, you know, trying to get that. Yeah, uh, um, well, I, I, I think basically
0: in the beginning he wasn't taking it serious. he okay. was just taking it like, uh this. Was, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't taking it serious. Okay, so when it was like every day, every day I'm in his face. Like, ah, this guy. So one day after he finished playing, it was like 4 a.m. I think it was a Saturday because that compares to show. Okay. So he was sitting in the back. When he finishes the show, he goes sit in the back. Yes. It's like a court system. Okay. Yes. People will be reporting themselves and he will be judging.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the Kalakuta Republic. The shrine. people living there, right? No, uh, no, no. Just no. That's anybody that gets his attention. That's the
0: shrine where he plays. Uh, his home is different from... From the shrine, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is in the shrine. Okay. So when he finished playing, he was sitting in the back talking and judging the cases. And I went to meet him again, like, ah, fella, more play now. It's four and people say, ah, more play now. And that, this night, this morning, he just looked like, he looked everywhere. say, so we'll see whether they are going to clap or laugh you. Oh, yeah, he told the engineer, come back, everything. Wow. That was the best opportunity. We played the song like five, six times. Wow. Because like he was saying, play it again. Again. After we finished the song, he said, play it again. (laughs) So we played it like five, six times. And he was very proud. He was very proud.
1: Wow. And what was the um, reception like? The audience that were there? They they, were, that was the
0: best part of it. Wow. (laughs) They were were happy about what they heard. You know, I mean, by the time we were playing it like, the third time, everybody was already singing along.
1: Yes. You know. Yeah, because it's yeah. easy to sing along, too. Yeah, actually. yeah,
0: everybody was already singing along. It was, I mean, and we were kids, so that was really, like, that, that, that's, like, up to today, that's been, like, one of the heights of my
1: like your career wow so getting um fellas approval must have been a big deal yes how how did it feel for you like i have the rights now yeah (laughs) you know this story sounds like um the word um femi shared as well when he branched out femi Kuti when he branched out from fellas band and decided to go solo you know he said fella didn't respect him at that point all his songs he didn't respect him then he released one song, I can't remember the title right now, and when then Fela loved it. I was like, ah, ah oh, you are doing well now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I think um, Fela is is very particular and intentional about the artistry and, you know, the way you put out your song. So I I, I guess that's why he's not so generous with giving out um, accolades of yes. giving that approval.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know... Uh Fela's music, you know, if you look at the roots, it's from High Life. And then influenced big time by James Brown, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know? Yes. When Fela was in the States doing the black movement. Yeah,
1: the Black Panther era. The
0: the music was very funky. Yes. And they were playing black funk, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, you know, when Fela started with the High Life thing, was more of by blues. Mm. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. love songs. Like yeah. So from there, and then when he experienced James Brown, everything just changed. Yeah,
1: amazing. Yeah. Okay, so after getting fellas' approval on your first major um, single, what was the next stage for you? Um, did you try getting on radio, shooting a video? What music do
0: you make? Uh, look, I mean, the music to me, I'm sorry, I don't no disrespect anything. Music to okay. me is not, I don't see it like, I think music, okay, let's not say music, products. Okay. Any good product should sell itself. Definitely. And my music, I'm doing the music for consciousness. Okay. Like food for thoughts, for, you know, to feed people's minds. So I can't force it on people. People have to choose. Okay. She wants it. Mm. So I'm not an uh, artist that is looking for fame and money yes. and all these things from music. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to... So me, when I go to a radio station and I give you my music and you don't play it, it's fine.
1: Mm.
0: And if you play it, yeah. it's fine. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot a video very soon because it's very important.
1: Yeah, that, that would be nice. It's I very mean, important. We need to put a But I don't this want song. to shoot any... Video understandable,
0: and here you have to do everything yourself. It's not easy to find people to delegate. Everybody, the entertainment business here in Ibadan is, I'm sorry, filled with yes, too many parasites. Really? Yeah, small-minded people. You know, they, they 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 don't know entertainment is based on illusion. So, for the entertainment thing to thrive, you have to create. Local illusion for your local people, yes. otherwise, you have to go and import your products. Mm. So, in Ibadan and Oyo State, now the entertainment people here are not catering to their local people, mm. so they, 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 they themselves cannot try because they don't have their own products.
1: Yeah,
0: and the only way they can try, like the radio stations, the TV stations that are local to Oyo State, yes, they have to. Push their own local products, which is their local artists.
1: So basically, the little de- um, demand that they have, they are giving it out to you. So they. foreign... Yes. Producers. Okay.
0: Can you imagine? So, you know, they want people to come and beg them and give them token, and they will want to be doing you like cow, mil- milking you like cow. Mm. Um, I'm past that stage. So I don't even get involved in okay. all of that.
1: So how is it different from Lagos? Do you do any... Um, I don't know about Lagos because I'm not from... I, okay. I don't live in
0: Lagos. Okay. I, I'm from Lagos by... Yeah, by bus and... But not... I, uh, I know it better. Yeah. Lagos people, when we go to do shows in Lagos...
1: Yes. They pay, they take care of you, and make sure that you're you right. have everything. Yes. But have you tried to, you know, maybe publicize or push your music in the Lagos market?
0: I've not tried to do anything. I just play music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you just make it available to everybody? To anybody I that mean, wants it. I was able to find your songs on...
0: That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. to anybody that wants And I know a lot of people like that from all over the world mm. that they just saw because they found it themselves. Yeah, not like, and it resonates with them. And they take it. That, that, that is what makes me happy and keep me going on. Yeah. You know, the money, the fame, the things, all these, even when it comes, it might destroy everything that is good. I'm not a young person. Yes. I I don't have so much time on the planet. I want to really enjoy the peace. you know. like your
1: calm, relaxed lifestyle. Yeah, but you know, there's also the part of, imagine somebody living in China, and if, um, your song resonates I with them, and wants like. to know you wants to you know at least know where you're coming from, what um, fails your music. Oh, but that's I why am not my That's music. why we are doing this actually.
0: People so always, people always mix that together. I am not my music. Okay, my music is like art. It's like imagination. Yes, my imagination might not be part of me. It could be a collective imagination of a lot of people put out there. Yes. But I might have even different perspective (coughs) of their imagination. My music is not totally me, it's just uh, the
1: truth. Okay. But there will always be an element of you in your music. Definitely. I mean, that's 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 what art is is about. (laughs) You have to put some element of yourself in that art. So I you know it's part of the reason that I took it upon myself to make sure that I have this interview with you. Yeah. Because I feel nice. like there's that vacuum and it needs to be filled. People need to be able to understand you and you know the kind of philosophy that um, fuels your music. The philosophy that fuels my music. If I talk about it on
0: radio people will not like. This is not radio. See this is all these things because the philosophy behind my music is about the truth. Okay. And for me, the truth is, is too deep for existence, and people are going to say you're crazy and all of that. But if we don't deal with the truth, we're just still going to be living in this jaga jaga yeah. way of life. Mm. You know? So hey. my music is fueled by zero. Nothing. Okay. Um, for me, yes. that zero mm. is God.
1: I'm interested in knowing this. Yes. I'd like you to talk about it for that um, I think I saw something that you posted recently where you said, "If nothing is something, then something is nothing." And then every- you
0: see, we're just tripping because they've lied to us so much, and the hum- human existence is living solely on lie. And if we keep li- going on like this, this is
1: we're in a loop. Mm. It's like a spell. Yes. Like the program that just Why it keeps following. going
0: on is because we, the human beings, are refusing to see the truth. Yes. Because we're so comfortable in the lie, we are so scared of the truth. Now the lie is the truth. Okay. In the world we live in now. Mm. Because like the religion God now. Yes. That's the major destruction of our existence. Mm. This presumed religion God. Okay. the god that is so selfish that i want you to worship him and everything is abiding. And if you read all the books of religion the god that go and kill other people who go and create war yeah, is god okay it's the problem
1: that we have okay so you do not subscribe to any religion
0: no that would be stupid
1: okay that
0: is part of the problem subscribing to any religion is like Dividing yourself from yourself, mm. you know?
1: Okay, but you do believe in a god. I don't
0: believe in zero. In zero. Okay, so do you? If like me and I believe there is not even one god. Okay, I can tell you three gods now.
1: Okay, I'm listening.
0: There are these three gods that you'll be very interested. In. There's the stupid god, which is the ultimate god. So the stupid god is the god that is sleeping, and we are the dream. Okay. So this world we live in is a
1: dream. You are a figment of his imagination?
0: He's sleeping. So it's a dream. So he doesn't even know he created this dream because he's asleep.
1: Okay. That's an interesting philosophy. That's
0: the ultimate God. Okay. So he doesn't even know this is going on. So that's why it's called the stupid God. Mm. And then there is the God of religion, the selfish God. The God I just want. It's me worship me. It's all about me. If you don't do it by me, me, me. That's selfish. And then there's the ignorant God. Okay. That one is the most interesting part. The ignorant God, you know, ignorant God means he doesn't know. He's a God. That's us. The humans. Because we are God. Okay. Everything that is happening out here is our imagination. Mm. Nothing is actually real until we think it. Yeah. So it, the, all the physical realm is created by our imagination.
1: Yeah. So I, whatever we want yeah.
0: to happen, we just got to think it together. Yeah.
1: I think you push this philosophy on one of your songs. Accept your destiny. Accept your destiny. Yes. Um, where you say that whatever you is, have the, um, the your mind has the power to create your reality. And you know, a lot of people
0: are nice man. <laughs> nice man, nice man.
1: You know, a lot of people, even though even if they do not subscribe to the way you have um, pushed it on like this. Faith, some call it faith, some call it um, speaking positivity to the universe. So, you know, what you think eventually becomes your reality. Yeah, so I I, um, I, I think you you're onto something there. So why are we
0: asking any external god for help? Mm. When is what we think that
1: is going to be reality? Mm. Okay. Okay, now, do you thought God, the humans, we can see ourselves, do you imagine the sleeping, dreaming God and the selfish God as an entity?
0: No, oh, it's all one yes. entity. It's like, before, that's why I told you I believe in zero. Okay. Because before all this God served, Yes. is it like, the human science would say we started from the Big Bang. Yes, but before the Big Bang, there must be something. Mm. So it could not be life. Could not have been the beginning of life. Could not have could been, not, been from the yeah, Big Bang.
1: There was something before the bang. The bang. Yes. So that's where the zero. That's
0: started. zero. Something. What is, was there still before nothing, the though. Big Bang? Nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: zero. So that's the only way. See, I don't believe in science. Yeah. I think science is very delusional, because science says everything is based on matter. Yes. And that's the physical Uh, substance that we... So before the matter, Mm. Uh, so if all the science is based on matter, then... Obviously, science is...
1: Yeah, but, you know, science and technology have managed to, you know... Um, no, by mathematics. They use mathematics. Yeah, mathematics. So <laughs>
0: science is not the ish. Okay. Mathematics is the ish. All right. Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, Africa and the Africans, what are your plans for the future? Um, I know you've had several youth come through the band, like you've explained. Um, students coming in when they get into school. And then they leave some of them leave some of them come back what is the plan how do you intend to take this further do you see it as a training ground where you just keep training people
0: or uh, everything is what happens, everything what happens you know I'm, I'm not going i i leave for a second i okay you're
1: asking me what is my vision yes yes your goal what goal have you set for africa and the africans
0: you see i'm i i do not have that kind of state of mind okay i don't set goals for just things, you know, out of my life, good for life. Okay. So I don't think my band is separate from my family or my, everything is one. All right. So the goal is for, you know, to wake up the sleeping ones, Mm. you know, I spend every 24 hours of my life trying to wake up the sleeping ones. So that's the goal. Music is just part of what we wake the sleeping ones with.
1: Mm. Interesting.
0: So, uh, you know, it's, it's not just based on music, mm-hmm. it's a way of life. See, we were talking about music, we didn't know when we got to yeah, zero or whatever. Yeah, all of
1: that,
0: yes. <laughs> See, you understand, so that's what that is. Yeah, so my vision is to wake the world up, like, we have to keep waking the sleeping ones up, Amazing. so we can all live a better life. Right. Hopefully, Africa and the Africans will be a, a good- Brand to, to
1: do that. Yeah. Okay, so you had um, several young guys come through Africa and the Africans and, you know, some of them have gone on to do great things, even performing excellently in academics as well. I mean, you said um, before this because you said you have like three first class students who's gone through the band. So would you consider um, taking up um, lectures uh, as a lecturer? Would you, you know, do you see yourself in that light? Maybe yes, teaching music I, someday.
0: Yes, I, I I'm a lecturer already.
1: I lecture every day on the streets. Okay. You know, I
0: meet up with a lot of people every day that, right? you know, we we talk Uh,
1: sense by sense talk. Okay. So, yes, I'm a lecturer already. On the streets. On the streets. Yeah, in, but in. do you see yourself in the four walls of, a, of an institution, an academic institution?
0: Well, all you're just saying is to... Do I see myself going to the prison to talk? Yeah. any So
1: you see an educational institution as a prison? There's
0: no educational system
1: in Africa. Mm.
0: That's a lie. We're not getting educated. We're just reading books. Mm. Education is different from... Education is when you acquire knowledge, to contribute to the development of your immediate environment. Yes. And since Nigeria has begun, have we seen any contribution to the development? of the environment by everybody that has gone to school? Mm. No. So there's no education. Why are we lying to ourselves that that we are getting education? You know, we are not getting, we are reading books.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and I'm not in support of reading books. I'm in support of getting educated. You have to educate the mind.
1: But there's also the place of, I mean, the books is how you meet people that, you know, you didn't get a chance to meet. Like, for me, Fella, I learned a lot about fella. Taking a step away from the music, who he was, I learned a lot about that from um, a book that was written by, I think, Carlos Moore, one of his um, very close um, associates. So, he wrote a book about him. So, you know, you can actually learn from...
0: So, it's a good thing to read books. Yes. So, what you just say is good to read books about yourself. Okay. Yes. So we have to start getting education about ourselves.
1: Okay. So self we have to start re- reading books about ourselves. Well, Who is going to write these books? It's I think us. Individual. We have to discover ourselves. Thank you. And in the in the
0: process of discovering ourselves, we will start writing books. Okay. So we have to start the journey of looking for ourselves mm. instead of trying to imitate another society that is not our society. Yes. Yes. You know. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't like to see it. I I want to go and lecture people because mm-hmm. that's not what it is about. It's about waking up.
1: I think you're you're so unconventional, really. Like yeah. you don't do things the way society would like them done. And
0: because you're going to end up to the same result society has been getting since. Okay. You know, they say doing the same thing and expecting yeah. a different result. Like
1: Yoruba when you throw something up, yeah. it's life, lad.
0: Yes. Mm. So, why do it the same way that it's been done when he has not yielded the results that you have been asked, wishing for it? Well. that's mm. complete madness.
1: Yeah, you know, the great minds that have actually um, gotten humanity um, thus far are usually unconventional. They see things differently. Okay, I'm also interested in um, talking about, you you mentioned changing um, lives and, you know, impacting people, waking people up from their slumber. Are there other things, um, apart from music, um, that you're doing, maybe a venture that is um, geared towards that direction? Maybe a book, maybe a seminar, or what are the other things that you're doing, aside from music, Um, that are aimed at achieving that purpose? It's more of
0: that daily interaction, you know? Okay. Like I'm sure if you come around more, the more you come around, the more you see like a hundred to a thousand people around me daily talks like me. Mm -hmm. So they talk the same thing to their friends, win more friends, more friends, win more friends. More friends, we more friends, and it spreads you know, like that,
1: a, word of the mouth. Yeah, okay. I think I'm more
0: into. I always tell my wife she'll do the book writing.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also interested in knowing how um, you met your wife. If I may ask.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I met my wife in, in New York. You know. Okay. Yeah, and we're both music addicts. Mm. So, and when even when I met my wife. I, at that time, I wasn't thinking as a human being that is going to get married, uh, have family. wife. That was not. I never had that kind of vision. I didn't even know I was going to grow old to think of wife, children, <laughs> and all of that. When I was younger, I used to think I'm gonna die when I'm twenty. Oh, wow. Okay, maybe by the time I'm 25, that sounds morbid. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how I used you to were, feel. Okay, because I was living a very dangerous life, mm. and I wasn't scared of it. I I, I really wanted to die.
1: So it wasn't like develop, I was scared to you die. You embraced the street and the lifestyle back then, and you, you know you owned it. I I I embraced.
0: I, I had no fear, and I was going to live the way I want to live, regardless of what anybody feels and at that time i i was thinking the cost of that is death like the society is so uptight that they won't give you your space so of course i was thinking it's going to end up that something will kill me
1: (laughs) thank Thank god thank god yeah
0: Thank God I have, I have kids now. Uh, yeah, so. Thank God. Uh, I don't want to die anymore. <laughs> I want to get to 125.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I imagine you having you know, all this unconventional um, way about things. Was it difficult putting up with a woman? My wife is
0: exactly. My wife can even be worse than me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Like, you know, me, I still have this African upbringing. So there's some things that. I was still fooled with, mm. not knowing I was fooled with, because this is all I know. Okay. You know? My wife is not the same, my wife. I, let me give you one now. Like, I remember one time we were flying, I think across Brazil or somewhere.
1: Okay.
0: And there was this turbulence, and the plane was really shaking. And my wife was holding me and she was smiling I was like, what the fuck is making you <laughs> smile at this moment? You were scared. <laughs> I was scared. I mean, I was very scared. Like, yeah. I was thinking of my kids and I was scared. And my wife was laughing like, ah, what do you mean? If we die, we die together. That's my cool. Like, she wouldn't have it any other way. I was like, what oh, do you wow. mean? What, why would you be talking about death? What about the children? <laughs> it was like, look, we're in the sky. If we're going to die, there's nothing that is going to happen. We're going to die. So, you know, at that moment, I was really angry towards her sense of humor. But later on, in the night when I was you chilling and smoking, I saw that she was just—it was the truth. Mm. I just couldn't deal with the truth. Mm. She could deal with the truth in the moment. Mm. She sounds like a very interesting person. I was not designed to deal with the truth in the moment. I had fear mm. with all the with that I am claiming I am. <laughs> <laughs> Interested. In the she was laughing. Wow. She was laughing, like, excited, like, if we die, at least we're dying together. Yeah, that's for real, she, but this is for real. <laughs> but in the for real, she found it funny. Yeah. Yeah, so my my wife is <laughs> a different
1: one. <laughs> All right, But, you know, um, being a family man, um, that must have softened you a b- oh, bit. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time, big time. At least you want to be more responsible. Very, you have to care for more people. I have to make people. sure
0: nothing happens to me. Okay. Because if anything happens to me, it's going to
1: affect my yeah, and soften me big time. Okay. Um, Africa and the Africans, we were talking about that and, you know, it sounds like an institution already. Apart from it's pushing out. Yeah, exactly. Apart from uh, pushing out songs, you have people that are coming through and learning. Every day. Yeah. So Every day. do you want to keep doing it the way it has been or are there plans to, you know, maybe have an enrollment plan, um, see people uh, come you know, through I'm and all I'm that? I'm
0: planning to build something on the way to your, like, like, uh, uh, like a red light district uh, of, of a village of consciousness. Okay. So, you know, where there'll be life music, everything. Mm-hmm. Poetry, whatever. But, you know, something like this, but on a bigger... Scale. Scale that, you know, that'll be there forever. Not I mean, just for my lifetime. Yeah. So people can... So I want it to be where it's going to... Like the whole neighborhood is that.
1: Yes. So... Uh, so it's the, going to be on a very large expanse of land. Yeah, like, and then it will be like a haven like 5,000 for five thousand hectares, hectares. Wow, as a city, as <laughs> a, a city, yeah.
0: But you see, it, it's not me. I, I will own. I will start selling it off. Okay, to other people. But when selling it, it will be on the clause of this place is going to be noisy. People are going to be playing loud music. Who are going to be smoking weed? Who are going to do prostitution? Whoa, 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 whoa! And you accept to be okay with that lifestyle?
1: Are you okay with prostitution?
0: That's the English word they call it. I don't see it as prostitution. Okay. But I am not against anybody that uh, look. Nobody wants to be a prostitute. Okay. Uh, if life was good, nobody would be. Prostitution is one of the most deadliest job on the planet.
1: They say it's one of the oldest professions.
0: I I, I am not in support of prostitution and I am not against prostitution. I want everybody to be happy and in some females the only way they can eat Mm. is to do prostitution. It's better we give them a safe environment to do so, Mm. you know. I mean, I don't even understand why they always blame the women when it comes to prostitution. What about the men that are going to get to prostitution? I never hear about that. They always blame the woman. What about the, if there's no customer, there won't be prostitutes? Sure, eh? so why can't we be catching the customer instead of the prostitute?
1: <laughs> it's been quite an interesting time. With Thank you. you so much, my brother. Thank you for the accommodation and Wonder. the hospitality. Anytime, you know, all right. Chats with the Masters podcast.